0: Today on High Point, with Ron Zappia, another valuable marriage message. Two
1: foundational truths. The first one is this, husbands are called to lead through love. Wives, on the other hand, and Jody's going to speak specifically to the ladies in the audience today, is that wives are called to honor through respect.
0: Welcome to High Point with Ron Zappia, pastor of High Point Church, and I'm Steve Smith. And today we're going to hear a lively teaching from both Pastor Ron and his wife, Jody Zappia. And it's more from our study called Tightening the Knot.
1: Yes, Steve, we've been thrilled to bring this Bible teaching series to our listeners on the radio and online. Jody and I recently delivered these messages to our church family, and we hope our listeners today will apply the biblical truths being shared. These principles are literally life-changing, and Jody and I can attest to that for sure. In today's message, we're recognizing and celebrating the differences between husbands and wives, men and women. Well, let's get started in part two of our message called Choosing to Serve Sacrificially. Here's Pastor Ron and his wife, Jody Zappia. So the title of the message is Choose to Serve Sacrificially. That's what we want to talk with you about. Well, let's do this. I want to just kind of paint for you a picture of two foundational truths. The first one is this. Husbands are called to lead through love. Wives, on the other hand, and Jody's going to speak specifically to the ladies in the audience today, is that wives are called to honor through respect. So I'm going to start with leading through love. I want to give us the five S's of love. I want to talk to the men. S number one is sacrifice, love sacrifices. The next S word is this. Go ahead and look at verse 26 because it's right in the text. Can you see it? It says that what? That he, Jesus, would sanctify her. Again, it's talking about the Jesus and the church. So the word is sanctify. What it literally means is to set apart. It means that to set apart, it means to change. It's what we're called to do. Love sanctifies. The next word is this, S word, love serves. It's our job to serve our wives. It's our job to serve our family. Let me give you a verse for the next one. 1 Peter 3, 7. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life. Write this S word down, studies. Love studies. Let me give you the last S word, and it has all to do with what it says in verse 31. Therefore, a man shall leave and cleave. It's like leave his father and his mother. It's just like this. Hey, put that away and hold fast to his wife as the two become one. What a great picture spiritually and emotionally is that you are one. Love stays. Think about those S words and think about which is the one that I need to grow in. Now, Jody has... um, wants to talk about respect
2: women we are called to respect our husbands and let me tell you with the first letter r it revives them okay so when we respect our husband it revives them it's like breathing life into them and it's right there in verse 33 um, it says, "See to it that she respect it." It's a word that means re- revere or defer to. But I love how this scripture is constantly drawing the parallel between Christ and the church. So just how Ron was talking about the husband being like Christ and what he did for the church, the wife we're supposed to be like the church and what we do as a church for Christ, or how we treat Christ and how we hold him. So. Yeah. It's not hard to think, you know, we're at church here, and I would hope that we would all agree that, you know, we respect Christ. We love him. We want to do the things that are pleasing to him as a church. Do not do we not? Uh, we want to serve him. We want to do whatever is going to put a smile on his face. And um, so when we think of it like that, um, this is about, it's more than just the relationship between us. This is about our relationship with Christ. And so he's calling us to do this. And um, I think of... Uh, There's three ways, uh, three A words that are helpful in terms of respect um, and reviving our husband through this. The A words would be to acknowledge him, to affirm him, and to applaud him. And those are three things that um, are are helpful ways um, to revive him and breathe life into him. Acknowledging is really just you know you already know it, you already see it in him. It's stuff you know about your husband. He's really good at his job. Like just doing this for two weeks, I'll tell you what. I couldn't do what he does. You know, I'm constantly thinking, I think I already said that. Well, yeah, you did. You said it like a half hour ago. So, (laughs) like, that's messing me up. But I can't do what he does. He's really good at it. God's gifted him in that. But to tell him that, right, I need to be telling him that. Um, Affirm him in his roles. Like, you're a great dad. You know you you do make the sacrifices. Our kids know that you love them. They they've never questioned that one minute of their life. Uh, applaud him. And I think of a couple uh, we know that they'd been married 15 years, and they they describe it. They came to a point where they just didn't like each other anymore. So they were going along fine, but they got to year 15, they're like uh, they don't even like. When they start to t- break it down and what was going on here, um, one of the things the guy he had been an athlete, you know, through college he'd played football and all that, so he was used to getting this applause. You know, he was used to crowds. You know, <laughs> Newton knew his name, and he's married now for 15 years. And he said to his wife, he said he feels like when I get home, I feel like what I hear from you is, boo. Boo! You know, he felt like she was booing him, and she was just shocked. You can imagine she yeah. n- didn't feel like she was doing that. But what it was is, you know, the first thing he'd come in the door, and it would be like, oh, you forgot to do this, you know, we forgot to get the garbage out this morning, you know, and or do you think you could maybe spend, get home a little earlier and spend some time with the kids, he needs you, you know. And it's, it's all these normal things, but he just felt like he got home and it was just like, it was deflating him, you know. And it really hit home to me too, because I thought about Ron, you know, he was, a, he was kind of a jock in high school too, and I remember even in, there was a, a cheer that our cheerleaders did in high school that actually had zap in it. like, so that's how bad it was. <laughs> But, um... <laughs> yeah so anyhow
1: I'd, I'd like to teach our church that year. Yeah. and um, so if you would just now we better yeah. move on okay, but, we' well, but, we'll oh. you
2: know we'll go right to this next one. This <laughs> empowers because this gets into the scripture and where it talks about um, submit to one another yeah. um, that's our next thing that we talk so the beginning of the scripture kind of talks about um, submitting in, in verse twenty two and then it goes to verse thirty three with the respect so we the the women's roles are kind of the bookends of this um, that's an easy way to remember it. Um, but that word is um, talking about God's protection in our life. It really is. So um, the word submit, the thing I like is you'll notice in verse 21, it's not just for wives. It says um, here that all of us, like are are submit to one another out of reverence for Christ in verse 21 so that means everybody all Christians we are called to submit to one another this particular passage just happens to be talking about within the marriage relationship Um, so it's set up really I look at it as almost like a an escape clause like there's gonna come times when you're married or you're in any close relationship there's gonna come times when you just don't agree um, this wives submit to your husband is kind of that caveat to where when we come to an impasse where we just are not in agreement on this, hey, he's not asking me to sin, it's not wrong, I just don't agree with it, then I'm supposed to yield, right? And, and it goes that way in a lot of things in life. So all of us are called to submit, right? We're called to submit to the authorities. Um, if a fireman came into your uh, business and, and he starts telling you, you need to go right now to that stairwell and get out of here, you know, you would say, yes, sir, right? You would get out of there because he's trying to save your life right it's protection and that's what this is this is um, willingly putting yourself under the protection of God and under your husband's uh, godly leadership and that's what we're our goal here so the more the husband is leading in this godly way it makes it easier and easier you know I look at the office of the president right now you know there's a lot of people that might have a hard time you know respecting every single you know everything he said or everything he's he's ever done and things like that but I would hope that in this room we would all agree to respect the, the role the, of the presidency, the president of the United States, the, the office of presidency, that we would all be praying for our president. So it's it's kind of like that in those hard times, you know, sometimes it takes that in the worst case scenario where we're, we're doing it because, you know what, God has told me to do this, this is how he's protecting me, this is how he's providing for me. One of our deepest needs as women is for protection and provision, and, and this is one of the ways he does it. So. You know, last night it was raining, and I don't know about you, um, you know, would you rather be under that umbrella of God's protection, or would you rather be getting pelted by the, you know, the sleet and the freezing rain? So um, that's another way to look at it as well. And I think it's
1: important, Joy, for you saying, you know, when it is we're putting yourself under the godly leadership of your husband, that he is doing the godly things, and it's so important when you're doing this, you've said it a lot, that you're really putting yourself under God's umbrella of protection. And for the husbands that are listening, and for you that are saying to yourself, yeah, I love this verse. It's my favorite verse in the Bible right here. Listen, you're missing it. You're not getting it because the truth of the matter is this. Like I can't count on one hand the number of times that I've thrown this out in a 29 years of marriage. Our wives can speak truth into our hearts like no one else. So we've better be yielding and moving forward in a way that's honoring him.
2: I love um, in our premarital classes, we have our, our Igor and his wife are here today, and one of the things they've um, learned and, and are, are helping our young people that are about to get married is they talk about you know this idea of yielding to one another submitting to one another is how important is this really to you too that's another way to kind of live this out you know so if the husband's like well it's probably a 4 you know and she's like well i think that's definitely a 7 for me you know let's listen to one another and and figure it out and that that's another way to just kind of help in terms of figuring out you know if the one person is feeling super strongly about it well let's pay attention to that and right. um you know, let's let's work on that. So, our next letter um, we come to is the letter S, and that is for strengthen. So respect strengthens him. And um, ladies, if you turn to Proverbs thirty one, you might be familiar with this. Uh, she's it's a woman known as the Proverbs thirty one lady, or she's also known as the excellent wife. So that's why I'm uh, making reference to that here today as we are studying this relationship. Um, you'll notice in there, she is doing all kinds of things. Um, she is providing for her household. She's feeding other people. She's buying land and selling it. She's buying merchandise, making stuff, selling it for a profit. She is doing all kinds of things. Um, she's not just sitting at home like, okay, what what should I do next? You know, what would you like me to do? So we get married. It's not like you check your gifts and abilities and talents at the door. Um, this This set of scriptures is where we are better together. This is the better together scripture because you see she's doing all kinds of things. She's the CEO, the CFO, and the COO all in one. But what I love is in verse 11, it says that the heart of her husband trusts in her. So in other words, the stuff she's doing, and this is a check for us two ladies, you know, there's a lot of stuff we can be doing, but... The stuff she's doing is helping him. His heart trusts in her. It's, um, it, it says he's lacking nothing. You know, he's known at the gates. It's helping him. Um, so that's what's important there, too. You don't want to be neglecting the relationship by doing all these crazy things. Um, and it's not saying that we have to be doing all those things. You have your own sets of gifts and abilities, but God wants, you know, we are to bring those. That strengthens our husband. That's helping us to be better together.
0: You're listening to High Point with Ron Zappia, and we're continuing the benefits of choosing to serve sacrificially. Ask for this message when you call 844-HP-RADIO or find this and more at highpointministries.com. We'll be back with more teaching in just a moment.
3: Marriage, like a knot, has to be kept tight. Left to itself, it loosens over time and can completely unravel. Throughout the month of February, for a donation of any amount, we want to send you a brand new resource from Pastor Ron Zappia and his wife Jody, their new book, The Marriage Knot. This highly practical book shares the seven choices that Ron and Jody made to restore and enrich their own marriage. These are the seven choices that every couple needs to make to keep their marriage together. Ron and Jody were on the brink of divorce. It was their first year of marriage, and already things were falling apart. They desperately searched for anything that would help, and then suddenly everything changed. In their new book, The Marriage Knot, Pastor Ron and Jody present seven transformative principles that saved their marriage. Full of wisdom, humor, and refreshing transparency, The Marriage Knot unpacks the seven choices that keep couples together. Give us a call at 844-HP-RADIO to receive your copy of Ron and Jody Zappia's The Marriage Knot, or request this great resource online at highpointministries.com.
0: This is High Point, and Pastor Ron Zapia and his wife Jody are presenting a marriage series, Called tightening the knot. For additional resources, go to highpointministries.com. Now here's Jody Zapia continuing the discussion on serving sacrificially.
2: I love how at the end of Proverbs 31 it mentions, you know, that the kids rise up and call her blessed. And I'm just telling you, it might not happen in the high school years. Okay. This can be <laughs> kind of rough. I was told I was annoying. Um, <laughs> after the fact thing, uh, by some of them. Some of them told me right, you know, right in the moment. But um, Afterwards, guys, stick with it. You know, it pays off. They rise and call you blessed. It says also that her husband praises her. So um, this is an awesome thing. Like, use your gifts and abilities um, uh, respectfully, and this will strengthen not only him but your relationship as well.
1: Speaking of the Proverbs 31 woman, right in my Bible it says Jody. I'd, oh I'd recommend this. Husbands, <laughs> turn in your Bible right now, and you might have caught me. I wrote it in. Oh, um, stop. But, but just write it. It has her picture right in there. But it's, seriously, though, that is the woman that what? That's that's the kind of the woman that she has been and models and is. And I love what it says in verse 25. I certainly wake up to this each day. Strength and dignity are our clothing. And so really what Jody's experiencing and explaining is this, that as we come together and how it strengthens me is that we use both of our gifts and our abilities, what we're great at, and really for the strength of the marriage relationship that we are truly better together.
2: All right, so our next letter in our acronym is P. And um, when we respect our husband, we need to pray for him also. So um, part of respecting him is praying for him. And if you look at First Thessalonians, um, it says here, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in other words, constantly. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So again, this is for all of us, right? But um, I I can say this um, definitively, that prayer has been the single most productive and effective use of my time. I have never once regretted um, time that I've spent in prayer calling out yeah. to God. There are so many things, let's be honest, that we have no control over. Um, things like health, things like, you know, just uh, things other people are doing, um, circumstances around us. And prayer is the, is the thing that you can just, you can get alone, you can do this anywhere, it's you and God. Well, in relationship with your husband, um, it's even more important. Like, we should be the person that is praying for him the most. All right, I have a husband who's a pastor, and I have all these people kind of, oh, I pray for you. I pray for you every day. I pray for you every week. Well, like, i got to pray for him more. i got to pray for him more than any other person because he's my husband. And I love that um, there's a book that I've referred to more than once um, throughout our 29 years. It's by Stormy O'Marsh, and you may have heard of it, The Power of a Praying Wife. They have one, "A Power of a Praying Husband as well. Um, I didn't know and, that. I'm kidding, yeah, (laughs) I think I bought it for him, I'm sure, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I did. So it has 30 things so if you're not sure what should I be praying yeah, for my husband right. it gives 30 things you know there's you can pray for anything but everything from health you know his leadership his job his um, sure. you know his role as a father all kinds of things there's 30 enough one for each day of the month if you wanted um, but what I will say also about prayer is that God has accomplished more through my prayers than my words but I found when I prayed God was very effective <laughs> and it came about more uh, in better ways, better than what I asked for, oftentimes. So um, pray for him. The next letter in our acronym is encourages. So respect encourages him. Notice in Proverbs 25 that it says, A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. I love that scripture for anything. It's, it's basically being careful, choosing the right words and choosing the right time to use them. So um, in this encouragement, Encouragement area I think, you know, I feel like moms do a really good job of this with their sons. Now, I didn't have sons, I have two now, but they're they're old, you know. <laughs> they're they're grown ups. But big boys. yeah, big big boys. But he um, his mother did a great job of this. She was an encourager. So two things when I met Ron, his mom was a really good cook, and she was a really good encourager. And she set the bar pretty high. But I just remember her saying things like, oh, Ron, he was always a good boy. Oh, such, such a good boy. And then she said, oh, when he was, I don't know, seven or something, he, he made this little office, and it was all organized. It's just I just knew right then and there he was going to be a leader. Ronnie, you are going to be a leader someday. You're going to be running something. I don't know what, but... <laughs> So she, she was, but this is good. You know, moms are great at building in and encouraging, especially their sons. And we need to do that. I'm not discouraging that. They When the right word spoken at the right time is... It does amazing things. Our men need that. Their need is for significance. Our next letter is C, and it's for the word compliment. And so, not compliment, like I'm complimenting him right now. Complimenting, coming alongside with an E. If you look at Genesis right at the very beginning, and uh, it says in Genesis 2, Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept, took one of his ribs. Ribs closed up its place with flesh, and then it went on to say, And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. And the interesting thing about that is, of all the other things God created, everything else he created from the ground, you know, from dirt. Uh, but the woman is the only thing. Like God actually took the man's rib and created the woman and made her especially fit for him to be a helper. Nothing else was going to do it. uh, Everything else he created, nothing else was found. So God specifically designed us out of, and it's kind of, you know, it's crazy. It's kind of weird, but it's also awesome. Like we are different than any other thing that God created.
1: So lastly, I know Jody, we've got the last one that's really kind of almost a summary for all things is that respect does this. And I've, I've experienced this respect transforms and it helps to transform us. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24 says it best. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. What a great picture that what we're talking about today, and Jody has modeled this and done this. It works. It transforms.
2: Right, and really this goes for both husbands and wives. Um, if you've been married any length of time, the more you get to know the other person, right? We study each other. Um, we've all had times where we're, we're praying, we want God to to change him. He wants God to change her. Um, that's That's gonna be kind of normal, but what's cool about this is the way God has designed it is if we're doing these things, if I'm focusing, if I change that prayer from God, change him, and instead I say, God, change me, Help me to honor him through respect. Help me in these things that you've asked me to do. And when I do that, that is how God changes him, me doing, and it goes the other way. The more Ron is loving the way Christ loved the church, he's loving sacrificially, he's doing all these things, he's serving, that changes me. It just, it makes it easier for me to do my role. My role makes it easier for him to do his. And it's meant so that we can have this close, harmonious relationship and really um, what this scripture, our original one in Ephesians is all those references to Christ and the church, Christ and the church, this is really all of us, right? We're all supposed to be doing these things to Christ. It's supposed to be a picture of the gospel. Like our marriage should be an amazing witness tool. Like everybody, marriage is is tough, you know but our goal and, and none of us are doing this perfectly, but as we strive to do these things, the other thing that's at stake is we are, we are showing the gospel to a lost world, to people that are hurting, that don't have these like Ron and I didn't know any of this stuff. Well as we live that out in front of people that it, it gets the attention of, wow well, how, how are they making it? you know And that's the kind of marriage we want to have one that glorifies God.
1: And I want to challenge all of us in this moment that you might be thinking to yourself, well, if you knew my husband, if you knew my wife, I thoroughly believe that husband if we do what it says in the first in verses 25 through 33 if we love the way we talked about today that she will truly respect in this way too. So I'm gonna ask that we would all stand together for a moment, bow our heads, and for all of us to just acknowledge in this moment that we can't do the things that we're asking on our own, that these are the kinds of things that the respect that we're being called, that the love, the way we're called to do it, the way the scripture says, just in your spirit, in your heart, with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, just admit, I can't do it. Lord, I can't accomplish this. Lord, I need you. Father, I need you to love the way you do desire through me. I know that I can forgive, Lord, uh, because of the forgiveness that you've granted me. And so maybe you're in need of a fresh start in any relationship now. Lord, we set our hearts and our minds on you.
0: Praying for God to help us respect and love one another in marriage. That's Pastor Ron Zappia, and you're listening to High Point. Well, all week long, Ron and his wife Jody are presenting a series of messages called Tightening the Knot. And you can listen online to all these messages when you head to highpointministries.com. You know, Ron, God really lays out a very balanced and loving blueprint for marriage. So why do you think it is that biblical marriage gets such bad press in the world around us at
1: times? Well, first I think this, that people make assumptions about the Bible says and doesn't say about marriage. So that happens all the time. In this series, Jody and I are presenting the key Bible verses that are foundational to marriage. From the verses we studied today, God clearly values the roles and abilities of husbands and wives, men and women. And when we look at the New Testament as a whole, God is setting the record straight on what He intends for marriage and how He wants both men and women to show love and respect in marriage, and that requires us to choose to serve each other sacrificially.
0: Well, that is some great clarification as we continue this marriage series. Thanks so much for that, Ron. Well, we're glad to have you with us today on High Point with Ron Zappia. Here at High Point, it's our mission to help you believe and belong to and become more like Jesus each and every day. And we do that by providing you practical Bible teaching in addition to specially selected resources that we pick out each and every month just for you. this month, when you support High Point with a gift of any amount, we're going to send you Ron and Jody's book called The Marriage Knot. It's the basis for this great new marriage series that we've been sharing with you all week long. And while the series shares three of the key choices that keep couples together, the book unpacks four more biblical choices that you're going to want to put into practice. Get your copy of The Marriage Knot by Ron and Jody Zappia when you call in your gift to 844 477 Two three four six, or go to HighPointMinistries.com. If you prefer to send a check, write to us at High Point Ministries, PO Box two eight one Naperville, Illinois. 60566. And be sure to drop us a note by mail or email us at info at highpointministries.com. We love to hear how these messages are encouraging you to apply God's word to your daily life and relationships. I'm Steve Smith. Be sure to join us tomorrow when Ron and Jody discuss how powerful communication builds love and intimacy. That's Thursday on High Point with Ron Zavia.